Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor, where new signings are guaranteed a great debut. Join and choose your welcome offer at betvictor.com. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Welcome everyone to episode five of VAR at the Bar by Summers. My name is Chris, and who am I with tonight? I'm Ant. I'm Dan. Wow, both of you together, the band's back, the three of us. <laughs> Hopefully we might have some uh, decent chat now that all of us are here. Fingers about crossed. Any my, <laughs> about any of my ramblings on. How are you both? You Okay. Yeah, can't complain, thanks. Yeah, enjoying the tournament. All good. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think before we go into any detail on the second set of fixtures, the, how they went? Do you think it's getting a bit more exciting now, a bit more open the play got from the first half? Yeah, I do. Um, there's, there's a couple of um, interesting results. And, and what I like about the format of the... I was a bit critical at the start that there's so many third-place teams that progress. But now I'm looking at the third round of fixtures and there's so much to play for still. So I think that's a real positive. Yeah, I do as well. It definitely opens up some of the, the groups, hasn't it? With the, some of the results that probably wouldn't have opened up if um, there's only two to go through. It is harder not to qualify than it is to qualify. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Something like four teams that go out? <laughs> I think only six go out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, doing it baby steps, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> right then, we'll start off with Group A, as as of normal. So first match on that was Turkey zero, Wales two. Whoop whoop. <laughs> um, did you both watch that? Um, Come yes, back to your yes. Yeah, no, yeah. I did. <laughs> Sure, Unfortunately, I, I missed that one. Did you? Yeah, we, yes, I think uh, you had. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, engaged, weren't you, Dan? Yeah, it's having a bad um, day, put it that way. <laughs> yeah, great result. Turkey were awful. Wales could have had three or four. I don't know how bad like Turkey have been in these last two games from being a dark horse at the beginning of the tournament that have, haven't hardly conceded any goals at all. And they're just everywhere. I mean, I think only Sionchu, I think, deserves a shout-out because it seemed like he was defending the whole of the Welsh attack, trying to single-handedly. I think the uh, the pressure got to them, didn't it, have been the dark horse? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, they listen to our <laughs> podcast. Me and Ant give them the kiss of death, and they're buckled under yeah. the pressure. That's what happened. That's it. That's it. I can understand. I'm sure smaller teams would have buckled as well. <laughs> but no, they're disappointed with Turkey. I thought they'd have so much more creativity than the, what they've shown. They've really struggled in front of goal, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, they absolutely blitz the qualifiers, and they've had great friendlies and everything. And you know, the the, the group they're in. No offense to Wales and Switzerland. No. It's not the hardest group. It's a group they could have got out of. Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm getting on my nerves because like, at the beginning of the tournament, I looked at it and I thought Switzerland aren't particularly that strong. They're, they're, they're well organised, but they haven't got that X factor. And Wales, again, I, I, I would have gone with probably, like we even said, Turkey to top the group. In, and obviously Italy have come good. But this is a team that's taken four points out of France to qualify. Yeah. <laughs> And it's a, not even a shadow of the team, is it? It could have been. It could have been embarrassing. You know, I mean, there's thirty thousand Turkish fans there, and it's a home game, and they could have lost five 0 to Wales. And trust me, that doesn't happen much. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we're still catching Bale's penalty at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably getting close to the moon, isn't it, by now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Apparently, someone said that uh, he mentioned that he saw himself on TV, and that's what put him off. <laughs> but, um, no, great result. Obviously, put Wales nicely second in the group. And coming on to then the next fixture of um, Italy three, Switzerland zilch. Didn't manage to see that one at all. You know, Dan's... I can't remember if I did or I didn't. No, I mean Locatelli scored two goals. I, I saw think a I bit. Of, actually, I think I missed that one. No, I, I didn't really see see all of it. I saw the first twenty minutes, and this lead up to in full control. Switzerland were defending quite deep. I think trying to get them on the counter attack, but it just seems like Italy are full of confidence at the moment. The first, they seem like a real team together as well. Yeah, they're really growing into the tournament, aren't they? Yeah, kind of free flowing, passing through the midfield. And they're quite lively up front as well. They've not been tested at the back yet, in my opinion. But uh, they're certainly pulling it together at the minute, looking good. They all seem to play different positions as well, sort of be fluctuate and rotate around, which is quite unique, especially for an Italian team. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, they're normally quite rigid, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Normally sort of very much defensive-minded, but they haven't conceded a goal in, what, about eight games? (laughs) <laughs> some and, and unbeaten in 29 or some things now so fair enough yeah so at the moment that puts Italy through and then it's just um, between Wales Switzerland and Turkey for the pod's sake obviously we're doing the recording on Sunday night so we do know how it's happened so I won't ask where, where everyone else has come because we know <laughs> Saw the ball hit the back of his heels. He's on it again now, Barella. Locatelli again. Tremendous. What a strike from Locatelli. Okay, now moving swiftly on to Group B. So Finland, nil, Russia, one. Anyone have a chance to see that one? I think that was a two o'clock kickoff, if I'm right. Yeah, sadly, the kickoff time's done me there. <laughs> 
he did to be honest he didn't really miss too much um i think finland had a goal disallowed after like 20 odd seconds wow um, yeah uh, offside and then russia sort of more or less dominated it and then a bit of a messy game then a bit of skill from their midfielder Moranchuk, i think is his name just on half time and um that was really about it i don't know if you can anyone else can add any more Villain got a good result in the first round, didn't they? Um, albeit under unfortunate circumstances. They've got three points on the board. And yeah. I think keeping it tight was always going to be the, their end game in that one. Exactly. Um, They'll take it into the final round of fixtures. They'll be happy with that. Russia got some points on the board as well. They'll be happy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised it was a tight game. Yeah, it wasn't obviously the most attractive game, but obviously Finland were trying to defend something. Russia needed uh you know the you know the win really and obviously they got that so fair play to them and then on to Belgium and Denmark. Two one to Belgium, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you see this one? I did actually. Did you see that one? Oh. <laughs> I missed the goal. It all blurs into one after yeah. a while. <laughs> I mi- I missed the goal though. And Denmark really caught them a bit cold, didn't they? A massive defensive error, and then Paulson scored. Yeah, Denier trying to play out and uh, make it a mess of it, to be honest. And then, <laughs> and then panicking and losing his position where he didn't have to push out and press. He caused a bit of a hole in the at the back then as well, straight after he gave it away. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I was I was so impressed with Denmark and their um, their passion and fight in that game. They managed 22 shots on goal against one of the best, well, the best ranked team in the world, Belgium. Yeah. And Belgium were just shell shocked after 45 minutes, weren't they? They were. Right. I mean, I was impressed with uh, Braithwaite as well up front. Apart from his finishing. Yeah, well, that's all it's up until that took the took the shot on. But yeah, I, I was fully impressed with them first half, and then obviously a certain Kevin De Bruyne came on and yeah. sort of turned the game upside down, didn't he? Definitely, as he tends to do. Did that that finish um, first time shot from outside the box? It's like a pass, wasn't it? <laughs> There's no one, no one else can hit a ball like that. It's just no. incredible. I mean, you got to put your um, hat off to Lukaku as well for the first goal. The way he took yeah. on the player as well, left him for dead, pulled it across, and then it was De Bruyne who pulled it across to um, Hazard, wasn't it? Yeah, Torben Hazard. Yeah, yeah, Torben. But no, I mean, they got the win at the end. Just, I think they had a few scares near the end. So that they should did. put. Yeah. So obviously, as as it stands, Belgium on six and Russia and Finland on three, and Denmark on zilch. What do you reckon then for the rest of this? So we've got Belgium is against Finland, Russia Denmark. That could go either way. I think Russia Denmark. I think it'd be a cagey game. I think Belgium will comfortably beat Finland. Um. I can't see the third place team qualifying from this group personally. No, no. I mean, if you look at, if you look at it and the goals difference, Finland's on zero, Russia's on minus two, and so Denmark. So Denmark hasn't haven't really lost too much ground on it from the two losses. So I guess it's a sort of a bit of a winner takes all with that, isn't it? You'd assume because you'd think that Belgium would 
would beat beat Finland really, wouldn't they? And Russia would probably take a draw. So, the, like Ant said, I think it'd be quite cagey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting times for that one. Well, that's poor from Denier. And here's an early opportunity for Poulsen! Denmark score! Group C. So, these results were Ukraine 2, North Macedonia 1. That was a great game, wasn't it? A real fun game, second half. First half took, took a bit of time to get on, but the second half, for about 15 minutes, it was absolute end-to-end madness. There was me saying in our last uh, pod we did that there was going to be an absolute dire game, and then they it's actually like one of the most enjoyable ones I've watched. That is one of the best. I managed to see that one. It was a, it was a really really pulsating game. Yeah. yeah, I, I really enjoyed in. it. Really enjoyed it. It's just a real fun game, wasn't it? Second half, Macedonia just went for it, and that's what you want to see. You don't want to see these teams just whittle away and just, you know, get knocked out quietly. At least you want to see them trying and going for it. Absolutely. They, they left it all on the pitch. They really went for it. It was end-to-end stuff at times. Both teams really attacking. Loads of shots on goal. Loads of incidents with penalties and stuff. It was it was a crazy game. Yeah. Loved it. I mean, I can't see North Macedonia qualifying, but I think they'll yeah. go home with their heads held high. I think they've been definitely a really good job in this tournament. It's just, yeah, it just hasn't quite clicked for them at the other yeah. end. It'll be all experience for them, though, as well, isn't it? Yeah, they've had a couple of goals as well. They've they've been uh, they've been in the games. It's been good for them. Yeah, I was gutted for them at, at, when they missed the penalty, but then when it came back, um, they got it in, didn't they? Um, the guy from Leeds scored it, didn't it? I can't pronounce his name. Alioski. Alioski. That's it. Great from game in the afternoon. That was. Um, other game in this group was uh, the Netherlands 2 Austria 0. I think you predicted about how bad Austria were <laughs> in the, our previous pod, and unfortunately, it sort of was confirmed, wasn't it? Really, it seems like without an out of it, they haven't really got much of an attacking outlook. Yeah, they missed him, but um, a penalty for the, for the Netherlands after 11 minutes, and um. Yeah, I think it was all downhill from there, really, for Austria. Up, uphill battle. So I should have said it was. Yeah, Netherlands looked okay, to be honest. They they could they could go quite deep in this competition, from what I've heard. They could play every game um, at home until um, the semi-finals, which would be a massive advantage. I'm not sold on I'm not sold on that Dutch team yet, Chris. If I'm honest, well, you're in the first two matches, mate. You never know. Um, so that puts them through six points. Ukraine with three, and so Austria with three. North Macedonia and zero. I don't think they're probably going to qualify, like we've said. How do you think it's going to go? Who's going to finish second in that one, do you think? So we've got... Ukraine five. play Austria, don't they? Well, yeah, we're third place, of course. So we've got the Netherlands versus North Macedonia, and Ukraine versus Austria. And they're both on zero goal difference as well. I think Ukraine will win. I think, well, I would expect Holland to win. Even if they rest players, I think they'll win. Ukraine will be on the front foot against Austria. As long as they don't make any mistakes at the back, that's what I worry about with Ukraine. They do concede a lot of goals. 
and I'm worried Austria could pick them off. But um, I'm rooting for Ukraine in this one because they play a lot more uh, attacking football that's uh, more interesting. Fun to watch. Exactly. Yeah. Fingers crossed with that one. Now here's a chance for the young substitute, Marlet. Plays it square and it's rattled into the back of the net. Hello, hello, hello. The freight train's arrived again. On to Group D. Now, obviously England's group. We'll start off with England nil, Scotland nil. Obviously, our previous part, me and Dandem, had our views on this, so we won't repeat this. So the floor is yours, and for the next minute or two, well, how did you feel? This is your this is your punishment for not being available. Well, <laughs> oh, I was drowning my sorrows. Um, I said after the Croatia game, I thought. Southgate got it spot on with his tactics. I thought playing two defensive midfielders against Croatia was a good idea. You don't need to play against Scotland. I would have only picked one. And I would have played someone like Bellingham or, you know, even started Grealish. A bit of, there was just no intensity up front. And Kane, I don't know what's going on with Kane. I don't know if he's unfit. I don't know what's going on with him. But it's just something's not clicking. And to, to draw nil-nil with... Scotland. I mean, don't get me wrong. Scotland played brilliantly. I'm not taking anything away from Scotland, but it was like we were playing at Hamden, and it was awful to watch. It was absolutely awful to watch. We weren't great against Croatia, but he's got the job done. He's got to make some changes for um, Czech Republic, where we're going to get picked off. Yeah, that's basically. I think what we said, didn't we? Down in a 20-minute summary. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was trying not to be quite so down about it, but yeah, I don't disagree with anything you said, to be honest. <laughs> no, actually. no. No, that's a fair assumption. Like we said in the pod, fair play to Scotland. They did, did what they needed to do, got the point. They'd be chuffed with that. Keeps them in, in with a chance against Croatia. That leads it nicely to the match between Croatia and Czech Republic. Did you have a chance to see that at all? No, I, I did. That one. Yes, I did. Yeah, it was a bit of a um, very sort of uh, two-in and throwing game, wasn't it? Game game of two halves, I'd say. It was a game of two halves. Uh, Czech Republic definitely on top in the first half. And then Croatia fought back a little bit in the second, but they still weren't convincing. It was a fair result in the end. Yeah. But I still think some of the selections by the managers are a little bit funky. (laughs) Not Czech, sorry, the Croatia manager. I think as soon as they put on that Petrovic, he looked quite good. The lanky striker instead of Levich. But again, they're still lacking something, aren't they? Just just don't quite know what it is. So as we we speak, it's then Czech versus England. And they're both on four points. And then you've got Croatia versus Scotland. They're both on one point. How do you reckon it's going to go then with this one then, lads? We'll start with Czech Republic, England. We can only hope that it's going to be a England Holland Euro '96 performance. But I'm not <laughs> holding that much hope for it. <laughs> I think if if we can get some balls up to Kane, then he'll should get one or two goals. But that's been the main problem that the wing the wing backs aren't doing enough for me. I'd I'd start Grealish, get a bit of intensity up there, and I'd only play one defensive midfielder. I think you both know who my pick would be. 
Declan Rice. Uh, yeah, yes, well done. Yeah, how'd you guess? Sorry, Eric Dyer. You'll you get called. You know what? I would rather him. Eric Dyer over Rice. I'm not saying something. <laughs> no, we, I'm, I'm sorry. If anyone that's listening likes Declan Rice, and I'm sure he's a lovely lad. To the wrong podcast. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see the love. Um, no, I mean, to be honest, I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think they need to be a little bit more assertive, uh, a bit more positive. Like to see a bit more attacking as well, especially as it's a game that you want to just sort of stamp your authority on your, on the group a bit with now, and obviously you get a, hopefully a bit more of an easier draw depending on what goes on on that other other crew. England England's probably got the best attacking sort of front eight that I've seen in my lifetime, mm. and we can't seem to do anything with it. No. I don't understand <laughs> it. We've got Sandra on and getting the team. Well, I was going to mention about Sancho. We didn't mention him at all on the pod um, that we did the assess um, the analysis on. Uh, he, he's had a better season than Sterling. I don't know why Sancho's not playing for England, but there you go. Just something like twenty assists and it's, ten goals for Dortmund. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'll yeah, be shocked he if he's not involved in the next game in some he capacity. Has he has to be. But yeah, I'm a bit more hopeful. I think uh, against the Czechs, I think we beat them last time we played them at home. We beat them five nil or something. Um, they're going to be very well organised. They're going to be hard to beat, but I think we'll be able to contain any threat that come in from them. And hopefully, I think Southgate will be a little bit more uh, cavalier with his selections. I think he might change things up a bit because things didn't work last time around. It can only get better, can't it? Oh, yeah. I think I can only hope is that Czech Republic possibly will attack us, whereas the other two teams are quite defensively minded. I'll be honest, mate. I've I've seen Czech Republic. <laughs> they seem yeah, well, very much counter right so punch. They've got, they've got nothing. More... They don't need to play for anything. Really. No, no, they're, they're, that's the problem. Like, if this had been the second, if Czech Republic been the second game, yeah, Czech Republic might have been a bit more pragmatic and a bit more attacking. Yeah. But they the definitely game. won't be pragmatic today. Uh-huh. They probably won't be, game. which will mean it's going to be <laughs> nil nil. Yeah. We'll be saying the same thing in the next round. Yeah, they'll be hard to break down. But um, yeah. if, if England don't try and don't come up with more ideas, then Southgate knows he's going to get a hell of a lot more criticism. So exactly. they're going to have to try. Uh, Eddie Howe's waiting in the wings. <laughs> anyway, next group match, then Scotland-Croatia. Uh, How do you think that's going to go? It's, it's on really out there for Scotland to really go for it, isn't it, after a good performance at Wembley? Both teams have to win. It's, it, could, it could be an end-to-end game, though. I wouldn't be surprised if Scotland pulled it off. They, they were they played with so much tenacity in the last game. I think Scotland have played pretty well throughout the tournament. The, the problem is they just can't and bought the shooting boots with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. neither of Croatia. Yeah. Croatia so, just, well, they just don't look good for it. They don't look like they want it enough for me. I've been really disappointed with them. And Scotland, on the other hand, I'm, I'm presuming the game's been played in Scotland. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled it off. I really wouldn't. I mean, I would say four points should be should be good enough. They've got a good goals difference, I think. Well, they're minus two, so obviously they need to probably win by two goals just to make sure. But but yeah, I think um, it's done a great chance, personally. If they can just get an early goal, if they get an early goal, then I could see them winning maybe two or three. 
against that sort of Croatian team, especially the crowd on the on um, Scotland side. What do you think then, guys, going with Scotland then for that game? Uh, I think Scotland will just better it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for a 2-1 win. Well, I don't think it's going to be a classic. <laughs> I said that last time, that North Macedonia. If Scotland <laughs> get out of the group, it'll be a classic for them. It will, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, she's quick to get on with things. Perisic cutting in on his right foot. Unstoppable. Right then, Group E. So those results were uh, Sweden won Slovakia nil. Oh. Start things off with. I'll be honest with you with this one. I'll put it on for about 10, 15 minutes and I switched it off. <laughs> and then I, I, I was looking at, at the, you know, the, the commentary by the chat function afterwards, but it seemed pretty like Slovakia were playing for the draw and <laughs> didn't seem particularly enthralled in. I don't know whether I missed much. No, uh, honestly, you didn't miss any. I think the, the highlight of that game was Mika Richards singing at halftime. <laughs> wow. was, what was he singing? They were talking about, I don't know how they got onto it now, they were talking about their initiations and I think Mika oh, and Alex okay. Scott were singing their initiation songs and I just thought to myself this is the highlight of this game that sums it up oh. it was did you, did you try probably worse than England Scotland <laughs> at least there's a goal in it it was a penalty yeah, though, it was wasn't penalty. it <laughs> was it a penalty it's goalkeeper uh, wasn't it to Bracco yeah, it, it was a penalty it was definitely a penalty well, it's opened up the group a little bit, hasn't it, with that? And then, obviously, last night, uh, Spain getting a draw against Poland. That was a strangely quite interesting game, I thought. I don't know if you guys managed to watch any of it. Yeah, enjoyed it. I thought I Poland, uh, a, yeah, Poland a, really came to the party. Yeah, it's an enjoyable Saturday night match, wasn't it? It was very... Um, I thought it was Spain's to throw away. <laughs> well, Poland really grew into it, didn't they? They um, yeah. once they got the goal, they had a lot more belief about them. Yeah, and they started putting in um, more tackles as well. There was a lot of there was a lot of meaty tackles in that game. Actually, the ref let a lot go, and that really suited Poland. Mm. They're happy to pick up the odd book in here and there. But um, did, did you see in the highlights about that guy that clattered two Spanish players? Oh like, yeah, two bookable fences, and then the ref goes to like called the foul and he gave, gives it to uh, the Polish player. That was mental. He's actually <laughs> took out two Spanish players. I thought that was Yeah, yeah, that was a bit balmy. But yeah, yeah they, the, the Poles, they were so up for it. They, they, they put everything into it again, which you have to do against Spain. I think Lewandowski exactly. said before the match, they've got to play like it's the last game of their lives yeah. to get anything out of it. Great finish though, wasn't it? His oh head. yeah. It was just absolutely vintage centre-forward play. Brilliant. Yeah. But like I said, I thought the tenacity of the Polish, they deserved a point. And again, Spain's look on the last attacking half the pitch just seems to be not there at the moment or they're struggling to get clear-cut chances, aren't they? Well, they're getting plenty of chances because their wing-backs are whipping across his left, right and centre, but it doesn't 
suit the strikers. They don't play I mean, like that. I mean, would they you need Harry, no... They need Harry Kane up front, and we need Morata up front. <laughs> <laughs> I think they need to probably play Moreno, who's scored 30 La Liga goals from centre-forward up front, and maybe get uh, put Torres on the right instead of playing Moreno on the right. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of an obvious one, isn't it? I think so, to be honest. My personal opinion, you've got a big, big, tall, strong striker and he's being played Emil Heskey-esque on the, on the wing. So that's put them in a bit of strife in, on, the, on the table. He's got Sweden on four points, Slovakia on three, Spain on two, Poland on one. So as we stand, it's all very tight. Everyone still stands a chance of going through. So Spain are against Slovakia, Sweden against Poland. What do you reckon with that one, guys? Well, it depends which Slovakia turns up. Um, if it's the one from the other day, Spain should have a field day. Um, <laughs> Sweden, I know. Poland. You know, you know what? Good. You give them the kiss of death, mate. I know. What did you say? You gave them as your tip of the the dark horses. You gave Spain. Turkey dark horses. No, Slovakia. You oh. said, oh, they played really well. Oh, they might surprise a few. And then they don't go well, and play. They, they did play well against that. Poland. I thought they were brilliant against Poland. And they turned up yeah. to the last Sweden game and looked like they couldn't be bothered. <laughs> and what Honestly, do you reckon? It could go anyway, this group. Yeah. I can't tell. That's it. I wouldn't be surprised if any two of them four went through. <laughs> I know. I mean, you got to look at, you know, Sweden of sort of grounded really, really two results out, haven't they? Dug in at the trenches to get them. And it did make me laugh that um, the striker, Ar- Alexandra Isaac, didn't know who Gary Lineker was. <laughs> he did not know in a press conference. They sort of, yeah. they sort of said he as well, oh, Gary, Rec- Gary Lineker thinks highly of you. And he's like, oh, is this this presenter guy? And they're like, no, he's actually someone who scored, top scored in the World Cup. Oh, okay. <laughs> Before my time. <laughs> Jozwiak's cross, Lewandowski, he has a tournament goal for Poland. Their captain, their talisman, has got them level. What's ahead of that is from Lewandowski, how strong he is. Okay, so the final group then that we got here, Group F. Hungary won, France won. I tell you... This is tournament football at its best, that was all, wasn't it? <laughs> really yeah, was. Game. I really enjoyed that game. It was a good game. Yeah, yeah. it's quality. Play, the, the Hungarian players threw everything into that with the crowd as well. Just made it a real fantastic atmosphere, didn't they? Yeah, they really enjoyed it. And um, when they got the goal, the place just erupted, didn't it? Yeah, and then Three he jumped... Teams. Then he jumped to that woman who looked like she was on her phone at the time on the table. Started yelling at her. I think she, she, she wondered what the hell was going on. But no, that was great, wasn't it? Sheer passion there with the Hungarians. Fair play. I mean, I totally wrote them off at the beginning of the, the tournament. I'm sure that most of the people have. The, they didn't have their two top players. weren't even, weren't even in the comp- competition for injury come out of a result like that. I mean, it was obviously a slight bit of luck, but some fantastic saves by the ex-Liverpool keeper as well. There's been a lot of uh, ex-Liverpool keepers having good saves in this tournament. Danny Ward's been having a fair oh, few yeah. for Wales. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah. Yeah. You mean Leicester City's second team keeper? No, he's, <laughs> sorry, he's far too good to be rocking on the bench at Leicester. 
but but yeah I mean what did you do you think did you did you enjoy sort of the game and the result was definitely a bit of a shock wasn't it yeah, the result was, but um, in terms of the French performance, I know I've, I've missed the powder when we did the last round, but um, I'm not convinced by France at all. I don't think they know what their best lineup is. I think that uh, Griezmann, he, he had a better game against Hungary, actually, but he he's not a, he's not got the same quality of link-up play that you need alongside Mbappe, really, for me. And Rabiot in midfield is just an absolute passenger. He shouldn't be on the pitch. He doesn't do anything. Well, well, you know, the French haven't got much um, selection. They've got selection problems there, haven't they? They haven't got much depth, depth to... Uh, well, exactly. That's, that's why I get frustrated. <laughs> they're playing the French Declan Rice. Uh, there's only one Declan Rice, then, sorry. <laughs> the French can have him. <laughs> I, was, I was very surprised. I thought they were almost a little bit um, complacent before the game that they just thought they're going to turn up and it's just going to happen to, for them that Hungary were just going to respect them too much and they're just going to steamroll across them and obviously that wasn't the case and that's great to see isn't it the underdog getting a point putting a bit of pressure on the next game makes it very um, juicy though the final games in that group especially after Germany and Portugal I mean wow Germany 4 Portugal 2 I would never have guessed that Never million years. What was your opinion on that, guys? Portuguese meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> no, a fair play to Germany. I mean, obviously, they came into this one. Everyone had written them off, haven't they? Oh, they lost to France, and they've lost to so-and-so previously. And then they go a goal down to Portugal, and everyone's like, oh. And then they, they come back with the four goals. before. Yeah, because then Portugal got the second one, didn't they? I, I just saw they were... <laughs> clinical and you know they've gone from being like on the verge of going out to suddenly contenders again mm. you can never write the germans off unfortunately one thing i don't know if, have you guys seen any of the commentary by the um chelsea woman's coach or the punditry that she's done i mean she's absolutely brilliant I don't know her name but really good and she's saying that yeah i can't remember the name i know you mean yeah she's really good She's fine, really good, and and she knows she's on the she's on um, in the commentary uh, at half time for it, doing the punditry for it, and she was saying that you know the Portuguese, you can see the massive hole they were just letting the wing backs of uh, Germany just run riot, and they're just getting ganged up, ganged up on where the defence was, and he's, they're saying that they just needed to push one of the midfielders back more more defensively, but. They just kept on getting ripped apart, didn't they? By Kemek and Goosens, I think it was. Yeah, Goosens, yeah. yeah. And Havart seems like he's got a good run of form as well. Portugal need to defend their box a lot better than that. All of those yeah. goals were just, they walked up to the edge of the box and put a cross in. Yeah. Do you think it's again a little bit of complacency by the Portuguese? Do you think they, that they thought that the jerk, especially being 1 0 up, that they thought they. The Germans were dead and buried. I don't think it's complacency. I just, I, I personally don't think Portugal have been that great so far. I said to you in the last one, that yeah. they weren't brilliant against Hungary. It was nah. because Hungary, Hungary dropped off at the end. They got a couple of goals, but yeah. I mean, you got to be impressed though by Ronaldo's uh, hundred meter run, though. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. But, you know, Ronaldo's Ronaldo. <laughs> 
Yeah, from a third six-year-old, maybe. He, he can only do so much. <laughs> you know, he's not he's not a one-man team. I think Bruno Fernandes, I yeah. barely saw yeah. in that no, game. He wasn't good. He wasn't good at all that game. Tay's come up really through on that, and that's um, Ronaldo Sanchez, is it, that came on? He was fantastic in that When second. he came on, he changed the game totally. Just, you know, just bossing the midfield. Was very impressed with him. Come a long way so, since he was passing to advertising boards at Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> well, Grealish did that, didn't he? <laughs> but not to advertising boards, but to the uh, subs warming up. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea manager's Emma Hayes. Emma Hayes, that's the one. Incre- incredible uh, knowledge. No doubt, you know, fantastic to listen to as well. Puts a lot. I mean, she's trying to put a point, and uh, Robert Earnshaw was trying to put something. I was just like, mate, just just listen to someone who's actually speaking sense. <laughs> was she this slightly older woman? Yes, yeah. Oh, I was trying to work out who she was. Yeah, she was. fantastic. Yeah. Fully enjoy uh, listening to her. She's really knowledgeable. Right, so that puts the group then. Very interestingly, at France on four points, Germany and Portugal both on three, with the same goals difference as well. And then Germany on what? I'm not Germany, sorry, Hungary on one. So we've got Hungary versus Germany and France versus Portugal. Wow. That's Portugal are in a bit of trouble, aren't they? There? They're in danger well, of yeah. crashing out. You you would you would almost think to be honest that France starts to kick up the the arse that the French need and we we'll really see what they how good they actually are in this next game, won't we? I think so. Portugal will go for it. They've got no choice. Yeah, I mean one one thing that we did mention before that Ronaldo did get his goal against Germany, so he must have been must be happy now. <laughs> That's like the only thing he goal he's not country's not scored against, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only against England, apparently. Oh, don't say that. Well, England are going to, are going to face them now, aren't they? Come on, you've just said that. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I can't see England facing Portugal. I think we'll probably end up with Germany. Or... <laughs> anyway, so you reckon um, France and Germany from there, and then pray that maybe Portugal get third. No, I or do you think Hungary will have played their final? I can't see Hungary getting anything of Germany. I think Germany have found their... I mean, they're sort of carried away, but I think Germany perhaps found their rhythm. I think they might have a bit too much for Hungary. What do you think, Dan? Uh, I think I think Germany will um, will edge past Hungary. I think they'll have enough. Um, but the French-Portugal one, that's a hard one to call. Yeah. I, think, I think Portugal will edge it. If they don't, I see Pepe getting sent off, hacking down and vapping. <laughs> I can see, I can see Pepe getting sent off, then attacking one of their players, then attacking the ref, <laughs> <laughs> and attacking a few people in the crowd, and then he might walk off. <laughs> but no, no, it's definitely interesting. Still a lot of uh, unfinished business on the group ends for this. Yeah. Muller combining well with Kimmich. This is a really good approach here from Germany. Gosten sends it in, and it's a wonderful goal to start the second half. And this time, Kai Havertz will be able to claim it. Before we go, who do you think is going to win it from what you've seen? 
We're only two games in. I'm sticking with Belgium. I'm going to stick with Italy. Okay, to do going out next round then. Because <laughs> everything that happened is. Yeah, I'll stick with Spain. See if they sneak through. <laughs> maybe, score, maybe score a goal, a couple of goals. <laughs> All right, so just going back to our dark horses then. Turkey are done. <laughs> Did you have any more? I had Scotland. Can't remember you. You had another one, didn't you? Um, I can't remember who you picked. I can't remember now. I might have been Slovakia, hungry or someone. Yeah. I'm um, thinking you. You didn't say Ukraine, did you? No. No, I think I think it might have been someone like Hungary or someone. I think. Obviously, it might might do all right if if they get out of the group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done like they will. <laughs> they never did. Why? <laughs> well, to be honest, mate, they've done well if they do get out of that group. So. Done well to Full get a point. Um, yeah, my, my not as bad there. as you make out to me. I don't think. <laughs> I'm not saying they're bad. I don't think they are bad. But I'm just saying that's the group of death. I didn't think they'd get any points on the board. Yeah. You, you catch uh, on the wrong day. You you got a few points, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. But my Polish team still are in there, just about. Have to wait and see with that. Right then, guys. I think that's it for for this episode. Again, if anyone's got any. Anything they want to say, then please uh, email us at the hour at the bar 2020 at gmail.com or uh, contact us via the Twitter handle VAR at the bar one or Facebook, which we are on VAR at the bar. So, anything else, guys, that you want to add at all? We're no. done. We're done. All right, then that's me, Chris, saying bye bye. See you Later. soon. See ya. more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk Sports Social Podcast Network